Hey leaders, before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you about a free event that I'm hosting, your personal leadership audit live workshop. I've put the workshop together because if you want to stand out as an exceptional leader, you have to know yourself inside and out. Understanding your strengths and weaknesses is critical. And for that, you need a high degree of self-awareness and a commitment to self-reflection. Now, if you're committed to unlocking your leadership potential, then working through a self-assessment like this is going to help you to quickly identify a path to higher impact. I'll be leading you through a deep dive into the seven imperatives of my No Bullshit Leadership Framework, so that by the end of the session, you'll know exactly what areas you need to develop if you really want to stand out from the crowd. We're only opening up 150 spots, so register now at yourceomentor.com forward slash workshop. That's yourceomentor.com forward slash workshop. Welcome to the No Bullshit Leadership Podcast. In a world where knowledge has become a commodity, this podcast is designed to give you something more. Access to the experience of a successful CEO who has already walked the path. So join your host, Martin Moore, who will unlock and bring to life your own leadership experiences and accelerate your journey to leadership excellence. Welcome to Moments with Marty, your short, sharp shot of leadership insight to help you stay on track between our weekly episodes of No Bullshit Leadership. We've all sat in meeting rooms where we've been subjected to death by PowerPoint. For every leader, the ability to present information in a compelling, interesting way is your basic table stakes. It should be a vital element of your core leadership competencies. Now, the good news is it's never been easier to put together a great presentation to get your point across. These days, there is no excuse for a poor presentation. So I want to share some basic tips to help you reduce your likelihood of having an epic presentation fail. One of the biggest problems is the misuse of presentation tools. Applications like Microsoft's PowerPoint, Apple's Keynote, Google Slides, these are designed for high-quality images, animations, and web links. But many leaders try to cram as much information as possible onto each slide. There's often an inappropriate level of detail, much of which is unintelligible. The slides are just too dense with points, and while the audience is trying to read these points, they're not listening to what you're saying. The slides become the focal point rather than just a visual aid. The most common presentation mistakes I see are taking too long to get to the point, uh, a presentation that lacks a clear structure, talking to the wrong audience, explaining the bleeding obvious, explaining irrelevant detail, just diluting clarity, not having a clear point, using it as an information dump, and not delivering any insight. The point of any presentation is to communicate, to inform, to enlighten, and to influence. And let's face it, it should also be entertaining because if you can't capture the audience's attention, it doesn't matter how good your content is, they won't hear any of it. So in general terms, when you're preparing a presentation, you need to check a few boxes no matter what. The first is, tell a story. Now there's a good test for this. If the only thing your audience was to see was the heading on each slide, that should be enough. So if you finish a slide deck and you just flick through it and read nothing else other than the headings, one after the other, 
it should tell a simple story. The second check is less words, more images. A picture paints a thousand words, so try to employ as many high quality images and graphics as you can. This is much more effective than simply filling slides with bullet points. The third checklist is less of the what and more of the why. Now, many presentations are peppered with redundant comments, like explaining the bleeding obvious on a graph. For example, sales grew each month in the quarter, or April and September were our biggest months. Yeah, <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> Any comments that you make should add insight. So, for example, April and September sales increased as a result of our discounting offers. Number four, Present the data to give the best view of its meaning. So, for example, if you're in a seasonal business, don't show actual numbers versus budgeted numbers or previous month versus current month. Be a bit more creative and use something like prior corresponding period. How does June 2023 compare to June 2022? Or how does the third quarter of 2023 compare to the third quarter of 2022? And finally, always have a so what. Draw your conclusions from the data and don't be shy. For example, in a financial results presentation, if you're trying to explain monthly variability, always seek to answer the audience's biggest question. Why? How much are the results impacted by salesperson performance? Do they link to your lead indicators? Is the business being impacted by local conditions? How much of your revenue increases came from promotional offers? Taking on these few simple tips will enable you to present for impact if you put the thought and effort in. Like a lot of areas in life, preparation is everything. For more depth on this insight, have a listen to episode 59 of the No Bullshit Leadership podcast, Epic Presentation Fails. We'll leave a link in the show notes. I really hope you enjoyed this moment and that it gives you that extra little spark to be a no-bullshit leader.